in tears, like her tears as she ran, tears from the pain, tears from the anger and disappointment, mainly in herself. Everything was white, apart from the drops of red on snow-covered grass, a trail of them, blood escaping from her wounded shoulder, in spite of the fact she was trying to stem it, arm across and covering it with her hand, squeezing even though the agony was excruciating. She couldn't leave any traces, nothing for him to find, to follow. If he caught up with her, he'd finish what he'd started back there at the jag, back when he'd shot her. Angela looked over her shoulder, breath coming out as a stream of mist. She couldn't see any sign of him, but then she had doubled him up with that knee to the groin. The last she'd seen of Robert, he'd been bent over, rolling around in the snow, also with tears in his eyes. It had been pure instinct when he'd grabbed her from behind, grabbed her coat, forcing her to shrug it off. She'd turned, still a little in shock from the damage he'd caused, the only reason he'd caught up in the first place when she'd begun to run away from him, and wham, it was a move she'd had to use a fair few times at university, to get rid of the slime balls who wouldn't take no for an answer. But, but you're so beautiful, I only want a kiss. Yeah, and the rest. But here, let me introduce your privates to a different kind of sensation. Men were all the same. She'd come to realise that. None of them could be trusted, especially where she was concerned. When they realised who she was, when they recognised her, life wasn't a Disney movie, and there were no Prince Charmings around to sweep you off your feet, only leches, who'd look at her a certain way, undressing her with their eyes. So beautiful. The way Robert did sometimes, though he'd look away when she caught him. Robert, her Uncle Robert, the person who was now trying to kill her. He wasn't her real uncle, of course, not that it made his leering any more palatable, just her relative by marriage. Her father's marriage to that bitch of a woman, her stepmother Ruth. Angela paused a moment, staggered sideways and leaned against a tree. She gritted her teeth as she looked down at her shoulder, took her hand away for a moment and hissed when she saw the blood staining the sleeve of her white t-shirt, traced the spots of crimson to the snow-covered ground below, red on white. She remembered something then her dad had said to her when he was still alive, about the time her mother had broken the news to him that she was pregnant. It had been winter then, too, and they'd been walking through the park. In spite of the cold, there had been a single red rose blooming nearby. That's how I knew what you'd look like, he used to say, nodding at her ruby lips. The washed-out nature of her skin, red on white, it was how she'd got her nickname. That ashen complexion, Victorian pallor, some called it, a contrast to her raven hair. Angela stared at her namesake, covering everything in sight. The grass, the trees, covering her tracks as well, which was good, covering the blood. Her real name had been chosen because she'd been their little angel, a gift from heaven after they'd been told they couldn't have children. Maybe they shouldn't have. Angela often thought, then her mum wouldn't have died having her, and her dad would still be. Snap out of it, she told herself. Focus, or you'll be an angel for real when Robert catches up with you. She clamped her hand over the exit wound again, shoved herself off the tree. Angela thought about calling out as she had when she'd first started running, just before that bullet had struck her, but there was nobody around to hear. They were in the middle of nowhere. It was the reason that she'd been brought out here in the first place. That's what had first tipped her off, when there was simply too much time between buildings as she gazed out at the landscape, as pretty as it was, that they were getting further and further away from civilization, going up into the mountain regions. This isn't the way to the house, she'd said then. Thought we'd go the scenic route, 
Robert had replied, but his voice had sounded strange, preoccupied. It was then that she started to berate herself, realised that she should never have gotten into that car with him, but how could she have known what would happen? She was on a break from uni, so Robert had picked her up, the same as always, parked down that quiet side street near campus, and she'd be delivered back home where no doubt she'd be virtually held captive, just like she had been growing up. To keep you safe, Ruth had always maintained, out of the public eye. To keep an eye on her, more like. It's what your father would have wanted, she'd conclude with. The hell it was. Her father would have wanted her to be happy, that's all, and she'd been anything but. Longing to see the outside world, but then they'd never know what her dad would have wanted, given that they couldn't ask him, given that he'd passed away not long after marrying Ruth. There'd been rumours, naturally, but nothing proven, and Angela hadn't heard any of them until she'd started at college. Such had been her sheltered childhood. Then she'd heard, 